Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. It's baseball season. So let's talk high school baseball with some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state of Wisconsin. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Show on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Now, here's high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome in. We're talking high school baseball with the boys from Pewaukee High School for the first hour. Second hour, we're going to go to girls softball with the uh, couple players and the coaching staff from Catholic Memorial. We can only keep these guys an hour because they got a game. They're all in uniform. They're going to run over to Lincoln Park when this thing is done. Uh, joined uh, this first segment, the head baseball coach at Pewaukee and his assistant, and Adam Doberstein. Adam, how are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? It's good to see you again. Good to see you, too. Man, you guys are rolling. We're doing all right. You're hanging in, huh? Yeah, we are. Got another win yesterday? Two wins last Two night, wins. Yeah. So uh, eight and four in the Woodland and 20 and five overall? 20 and five, yep. Didn't start out that way, right? We started eight and four. Um, There's a couple of losses there that uh, Greendale's tough, man. The Greendale is tough. Um, we played them early, uh, first two conference games of the year. Yep. Um, very competitive ball games. Um, one got away from us a little bit. We lost six to one. Gave up some runs late, but both games were competitive into the fifth, sixth inning. And uh, your boys would like them back, wouldn't they? We would. And uh, you know, I, I, you know, we're, we're I think we're a better team right now than we were um, that first week or two of the season. So um, why do you think that is? Health wise, and you got kids back, or just kind of meshing together as a team? Yeah, I think I think I think all of those things. Uh, I think um, you know our, our pitching staff. Uh, we felt coming into the year that we had you know six legitimate arms and and four guys that would be somewhere one through four in the rotation, uh, and two of those top four guys both had some arm issues um, in the off season or early in the season, and so. We played our first 13 games without either of what we thought would be two of our top four throwing at all. And yeah. uh, since we got them back, we've won 12 out of 13 and really been playing good. Hey, we're also joined. Uh, we can come a little closer to the mic. Uh, your assistant coach is, is here. And, and another one that, you know, another assistant coach that, that sends a lot of stuff my way uh, is your brother. And I want to thank him for that. He does a nice job. He's actually a co-head coach with me, so he, he lets me come coach. on the air. And, That's uh, right. I knew that. Spotlight, I knew that. No assistant is co-head coaches. Um, Mark does a great job. You guys been doing this a while? We've uh, we've been at Pewaukee 19 years. Wow. Um, and I've been head coach that entire time. We were he was an assistant uh, for the first nine years, and then in 2010 we became co-head coaches. So. That's that's awesome. Another assistant coach that's in studio, uh, Andy Iris. Andy, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How long have you been a uh, Pewaukee guy? How long have you been coaching? Uh, at the high school level, seven years, uh, kind of did the youth uh, thing. And uh, what I originally started at was uh, we took our select program, kind of developed it in Pewaukee. I was the person that oversaw that. We developed it uh, initially with two teams, and now it's blossomed to double digits. And so I was kind of on the feeder program side. 
Uh, my son went through the program, and what was nice is after that process, Adam approached me about coaching at the high school level. I kind of looked at him and said it might be above my skis. Um, he said, just come with me for the ride. I did. It's been seven years. We've Man. had amazing success. I uh, love it, and I think the pressure of not having your son on the team uh, kind of opens it up to uh, a better enjoyment, so to speak. So here we are. Yeah, good. Well, this uh, in this team, it's 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 interesting mix as far as players. We have five juniors that are sitting on the couch that we're going to get to in the second and third segment. I'm going to bring three up for the second segment, two up for the next segment, and come back to you guys in the fourth segment. But it's interesting. You, you got four freshmen, you got a sophomore, you got five juniors, five seniors. So it's a really good mix of some kids that have been in the program a while, and then some some younger kids that. You got to be pretty special to be a freshman playing varsity baseball at Pewaukee. It, yeah, it's a very, very talented group. Uh, the freshman group, um, you know, we we thought coming in was it was a pretty talented group. And you know, when you asked earlier about, you know, how things have changed here the second half of the season, I, I think when you've got that unique mix um, of kids, different grades, it sometimes it takes a while for everything to kind of gel. Yep. And uh, I really feel like in the last week to 10 days, um, we started to come together as a team and, and kind of find our identity. Um, some of the freshmen are really ascending. Um, you know, uh, the juniors have played great. The seniors, uh, you know, Beattie and Bell and Geisel have been very consistent. They carried us the first half of the year with their offense. Um, and, and it just feels like we're, we're coming together and, and becoming a team. I'm not sure some of the guys in your your regional want to hear that you're just starting to play well. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, maybe. I, you know, I, I think some of those guys are hoping that you tap, tapped off a little bit and and maybe on the descent a little bit, but not not with a team with that kind of youth, man. And these juniors, and I'm looking forward to talking to these guys. I like the fact they looked me right in the eye and said, "Hey, how you doing?" and gave me their names. And you know, I deal with a lot of high school kids that. They're either too cool for some of this stuff or, you know, they're a little bit. These guys just, man, they, they own the building. It worked out really well. I look forward to talking to them. Are they Is that junior class um, one that's really helping lead it or are the seniors the guys that are leading this group right now? Well, I think it, I think it's a mix. Um, you know, I, I think uh, the junior group is these five kids behind me are, are all um, really nice kids, really genuine kids. Um, you got, it must be talented kids. And talented kids as well. Multi-sport sure. athletes? Um, yeah. Uh, Quinn and Travis um, uh, both played varsity basketball uh, this year. Uh, Travis also is a varsity golfer. Elliot and Justice were both significant contributors on the football team last fall. So um, multi-sport kids, uh, talented kids. Um, you know, it's interesting, Coach. We, we had our conversation about Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week, and Pewaukee came up, and um, – I. Man, I said, look, if we can get back out there, we have to do it yeah. because that community loves its its athletics, and those kids will compete at a really high level. Uh, I like coming out there. I, I think the world of that that school, um, when I coached basketball at Dominican, we had some wars out there, yeah. and uh, the community showed up, and, and they show up all the time. Hey, how is um, moving uh, from uh, from summer to spring, how has that transition been for you? It's been interesting. Um, you know, I think we got to a point – I've always loved the summer season. Um, I, I went to Sussex-Hamilton, and so I played summer baseball as a high school athlete and uh, have coached there my whole career. Um, but, you know, about eight to ten years ago, I, I started to think about how the dynamics were changing in the summer for kids, uh, the pressures that are on them, whether that's, you know, 
football lifting and seven on seven or AU basketball or summer league or all those things. And so travel baseball, all, all of, of it. it. I mean, travel baseball became a big part the last four or five years, but, but you know, the summer changed. And so, um, you know, I think going to the spring aside from the weather, which is very difficult, um, there's some pluses. Um, and it's been neat to kind of have the kids be able to have a season where the school year is going on. Right. And so the, the community of the school is a little more aware of what they're doing. And this, this has been a horrible spring. It really has, and you guys are playing on, on in some bad conditions. And how much practice did you guys do? You have to be in the gym. We, we were in the gym a lot. Uh, I like being in the gym for about a week. Um, you know, I, you can handle that. It, there's some things you can do inside. You know, if you can put in defensive plays and coverages and things in the gym where you're not having to yell over the wind and that sort of thing, that's sure. a plus. And getting your pitchers that are working inside is okay. But you get to a point where you do, you do want to be outside yeah. and, and practice. Andy, you're, you're, what about you as far as uh, from summer to spring? Do you like it? Well, like Adam, I, I came from Brookfield Central, so I was a summer guy the whole way. Right. And um, I probably, out of all three of us, probably pushed against this the most. Um but the season that we're having and just seeing some of the dynamics that Adam laid out, um, I, I'm on board. Hey, did you Had you guys lost players to, to, to um, travel baseball or guys that just said, look, after I graduate, I, I'm just done. I'm going to go do this or do that. Had you lost baseball players over the years? You know, we've been fortunate that our program is pretty strong, so not a lot. Uh, we lost our first kid, I think, in 2013, um, and we had, I think, three or four uh, in the last five or six years that we didn't have. Um, maybe not as much as some programs, but certainly had some impact. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, we got a kid back, Connor Goodman, who played as a senior, awesome kid, uh, came back and played for us just one year and had a great year and fit in, and he's playing at UWM right now. Uh, and this year, we got Mason Beattie back, who'd never played for us. Um, I think he would have played even if we were still in the summer because – you know, there's not that much for those kids who are 18 who are right. on their way to college yeah. to do in that summer. But how's the dynamic with that? Has it been okay? Because I, I've, I find that really interesting. Where a kid might not play for the school for a couple of years, and then some of these other kids get to be pretty good, and now this kid who's pretty good wants to come back and be part of it. The dynamic of that, I think the kids have to take some ownership on that, don't you? The kids have to take ownership. The player that's coming back has to take ownership. Um, I think the coaches, I, th I think, you know, the first time I ever had a kid that didn't play for us that went to do that, I was pretty upset. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's an upsetting thing. But I think the subsequent times, you know, if you approach it as, look, if that's what you think is best for you, um, you know, go ahead. I'm not going to be mad at you. And if you ever want to come back, the door's open. I think when you do that, you leave room. And, and even if you get them back for a year, you know, you You'd Did, rather have them. You'd have to have conversation with the captains and tell him, tell them that. I, I think you have to have all the kids on board to some yeah, extent. I do too. Um, so I, I think that makes it uh, difficult. Hey, um, one of the interesting things with the switch from summer to spring is one of your players is a golf. He, he's on the golf team, right? Yes. Hits the ball pretty well. He hits the golf ball well. Yeah. He'd have to give me about fifteen aside. If we were playing for a quarter or two, yeah, I can't. Every, everything I hit goes to the right. It's horrible. But you guys made the decision to say, hey, look, let's let this kid do both. And was the golf coach okay with that? Well, we, we kind of worked that out last year, and then we had a transition with a new golf coach who oh, actually didn't have great. a golf coach most of this offseason. So. I had a little bit of anxiety over who they'd hire and whether that person would be on board. But Travis yes. Bentley's the kid's name. That is he a pretty good baseball player? He's a very good baseball player. He's been our top pitcher this year. 
Um, you know, he had been in our, you know, in our rotation as a freshman and as a sophomore on the mound, and he had also been a varsity golfer. And so, you know, we, we just felt like the right thing to do for him, uh, for our program and for the golf program was to try to find a way to make that work. And um, it, it's worked out really well, I think. On all so he, he comes and pitches every third or fourth game or whatever? He gets a start every week, and uh, he tries to get his, his bullpen in and his work on the side in on another day. And other than that, he's with the golf team. Um, but he's done a great job. You know, he's if he finishes golf practice or, or uh, a meet or whatever and we're in the fourth inning, you'll see him show up, and he's in the dugout supporting the guys, and that's important. Adam, i got to tell you, and Andy, i got to tell you, I, I think that that's a great decision. I think that these kids should should – get involved in as much as they can for those four years. You know, I there are guys, there are, there are people that right now can't wait to get out of high school, these seniors, some of these kids. And then there are other guys like me that just, I loved the years I was at Mesmer. I, I just did. Uh, guy who's best man at my wedding went to high school with him. You know, another guy that I, I mean, we, we all played softball and played, did all that stuff. And I think that if this kid can golf and play baseball, let's let him have it. Agreed. You know? Hey, Mike, you know what's go. interesting about that, and I just want to add, with Travis, you know, besides coming in between, you know, coming in the fourth inning or doing some reps and doing some things, he's taken on more of a coaching uh, aspect as well, kind of leading some of the kids, giving some advice, uh, putting some kids under his wing and kind of giving some tutelage and everything like that. So he could have just come and pitched, and pretty much we would have accepted it. Yeah. But he's taken on such a leadership role and such a – more of a coaching role that we truly, truly embrace and appreciate. Well, we're going to talk to him on the other side of the break, along with two other of these juniors. We're talking for this first hour of Pewaukee Pirate Baseball. And, then, boy, they won another two. They're, according to their coach, they're starting to play well. Starting to play well. They're 20-5, and five, but he thinks they're starting to play well. It's a great time if, if that is the case. Uh, second hour today, we're talking to Brian Johnson and uh, talking Catholic Memorial Girls Softball, their their brackets are out for their tournament that's coming up soon, and we'll talk to him along with Abby Smith and maybe a couple other players from Catholic Memorial. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. First hour talking Pewaukee Pirate Baseball. we got a game today. Lincoln Park against Shorewood. I think it's 1 o'clock. Is it 1 o'clock start, boys? I think it's 12. It's at noon, yeah. It's at noon. 12. Yeah, so i got to get you out of here at 11 so you can get over there and warm up a little bit. We're joined uh, three juniors on this team. Uh, Travis Bentley, who is sitting. Uh, we just talked about Travis. He hit, hit that golf ball a long way, huh? Yeah, uh, try to try to keep keep it going between the two sports. Uh, I, I I think you should keep it in the fairway. <laughs> yeah, my I I'm a horrible golfer, and my sister, who was the most non-athletic McGivern in our whole family, we had six kids, took up golf because her husband played, and she's gotten really good. And she's so boring to play with. She hits the ball 150 yards straight down the fairway, and she chips it. And she puts and goes to the next hole. It's not always about distance. I, I, mean, I, I gotta, get to see the whole course, you Travis. Gotta, you gotta, I'm, I'm in the woods. I go by gotta the water. You got to keep it in the fairway. That's how you. That's how yeah, you make low scores. I can't figure out that game literally to save my life. Um, you like playing both sports. This is a good thing for you, huh? Yeah, I do. It's busy, but uh, it's been fun. Yeah, that's good. Good for you. 
Quinn, Quinn, how do you pronounce your last name? Berglund. Berglund. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, what position do you play? I'm an outfielder and pitcher. Yeah. Do you uh, you hit the ball a little bit? I I used to play golf. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the varsity team. How last about year. baseball? You hit hit, hit yeah. gas. Yeah. Or... I mean, I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, What do you hit in the lineup? Uh, usually hit seven or eight. Okay. And then Josh, uh, is it Cottrell? Cottrell. Cottrell. How about you? What position do you play? I'm an infielder and I pitch as well. Yeah. Man, you got to have a lot of pitchers, right? Yeah. What do you like better? I like pitching better. Yeah. I like controlling the game, so that's what you, I like to do. You throw fastball. You throw a lot of heat, or do you you throw junk? Uh, throw a little bit of both. I yeah. like to gas it up every now and then. And man, then... don't you, don't try throwing one past me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I can't hit a softball anymore, man. <laughs> yeah, you could throw it right past me. I couldn't even see it anymore. Hey, let's um talk about this year's team. And Josh, let me start with you. Did you guys know coming into this year you had a chance to be pretty good? Uh, yeah, I actually had a lot of confidence in our team. I thought we'd be pretty pretty good this year. Um, I didn't know how it would turn out, especially with all the freshmen on the team. Right. We've really come together. Man, that's hard. Yeah. You know, these are these are kids who a year ago played in eighth grade. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not used to That's a big jump. Did you play varsity as, as a freshman or sophomore? Yeah, at the beginning of freshman year, I was on the freshman team, and then I was brought up to varsity midway through the season, and then I played all of last year as well. Quinn, how about you? Um, I I played um varsity last year. So the the jump for you and for you, I mean, seeing JV or freshman pitching, to then all of a sudden seeing varsity pitching, that that's a big jump. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, it's very different. different for sure. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, then things start to slow down a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody yeah. can they can't throw it past you anymore. Yeah. Is that correct? Uh huh. Uh, Travis, how about you? How long have you played varsity baseball? So I've been a pitcher at the varsity level for uh, most of my freshman year and then obviously the last two years now. So um, I started, I was told I was going to be on freshman as a freshman and then uh, came up in a scrimmage and pitched well. So they kept me on board and pitched when I could. And then I would I would go back to freshman for uh, some at-bats. Did you remember the first game you pitched in a varsity game? I Honestly, don't. Um, I just remember like coming in and whenever whenever I was called upon, I was just and go through usually it. it was non-conference game, non-conference games. But um, big jump from freshman to sophomore year when you're starting to pitch conference games. Uh, a lot of good teams in our conference. So. It's it's a good conference. Um, and 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 for you and 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 for Josh, how were the seniors on that team to you guys when you were freshmen? Did they accept you? And what did you learn? What did you learn from that experience that that you can pass along to these freshmen? Because look, by midseason they're not really freshmen anymore, especially if they come up from the jump. Now they're kind of used to this. But man, they had to be a little nervous coming into this thing. And and I'm gonna start with you, Josh. I'm wondering what you learned from when you were a freshman. Did these kids uh, fully accept that you were now a varsity baseball player? What I learned from when I was a freshman was that just you had to fit in. You had to keep doing your success, keep yeah. all of that. Um, and it was a really big learning experience for when I was a freshman. You, do you remember um, how big and strong these kids looked when oh, you were yeah. a freshman, how fast these pitchers were? Oh, yeah. Carl Renz uh, in specific, he was huge. He would throw like 93 miles an hour. And it was just crazy seeing that from the dugout. And and now none of these guys can, can intimidate you, right? Oh, yeah. You, mm -hmm. Who... Hey guys, who is the team for? And, and uh, let's start, Quinn, with you. Who's the team in this conference? Is it Greendale? Yeah, that that's the team that you guys look. They don't like you. You don't like them much because you guys are always at the top, right? Yeah, they're always really a tough team to beat. They're really uh really competitive, and uh, 
we always look forward to playing them because we know we always get a good game. And and that's in all sports, I would think. I know in football. Yeah, definitely. Um, in fact, one of those Thursday night games that we were looking at, I thought was the Greendale, Pewaukee game, and and because that's always just a barn burner. You, you football players, you guys, any of you guys, the two guys in the next segment. Yeah. Well, I'll ask them. I bet they'll say the same thing. For you, is it Greendale as well? Uh yeah. So <clears throat> obviously, Greendale, our whole conference, like I said, uh, is is all around really good at sports. Uh, I think each school values sports a lot. So, But even in golf and, and basketball, you, you always get a competitive game against Greendale and even some of the other teams in our conference like Ike and um, you look at like West Dallas Central or um, even New Berlin West can uh, put up some put up some good teams. Yeah, and Pius. You Absolutely. Know, a year ago, Absolutely. Pius was loaded. Yeah, and, and, and they've, uh, they've gotten a little younger at, at this point and they're kind of rebuilding, but... You're right. When you look at Greendale and Pewaukee, Wisconsin Lutheran, West Dallas Central, New Berlin Eisenhower, Pius, and New Berlin West, that's a really good baseball um, conference. If you guys had to do it all over again, you wish that Greendale was later in the schedule, I'm sure, right? Yeah, I think it would have it would have given us an opportunity to kind of get some games under our belt and kind of, especially with those four freshmen, kind of get them acclimated to the varsity game and maybe we could have we had a better shot at them. Yeah, because right now they're going to win the conference. Um, you guys are tied right now with Wisconsin Lutheran. West Dallas Central is uh, right behind you. But you know what? The, taking second in that conference, especially for juniors, now you've got something to, to say, okay, next year, you know what? If we play them early again, we got to be ready to, to, to go with these guys. Hey, the seniors on this team, um, obviously these guys do a lot to make this team go. They're going to be missed next year. I would think, right? Definitely, yeah. You've because you guys have played with these guys for a while, and you certainly have gone to school with them and played with them the last year. Um, what kind of leadership have they taught you guys, and and what are they leaving behind when it comes to Pewaukee baseball? They've shown great leadership in everything they do, and they lead warm ups sometimes, and they just really show how to hit the baseball. They've all been doing really well at the plate, so they they want to win their last game. You know what? And yeah. and they're looking at you guys and looking at those younger kids to help them with this goal, which is I want to end my high school baseball career with a win. Um, do you guys play youth baseball together all through the – you guys gone to school together since third grade and all that stuff? Yeah, I, me and me and Travis yeah. both played together. Uh, Josh didn't come until later. He didn't play with youth baseball with us. He played – he didn't. But you guys did? Yeah. Like, and and, and – all the other sports, too, because there's a lot going on in Pewaukee. Absolutely, and uh, youth programs are promising in Pewaukee. I mean, they've done a really good job of in all sports, not just baseball, but um, really bringing up the youth and getting them involved early. Their foot, their youth football program is really good, the youth basketball program. That community loves its sports, man. I, I hope that you guys understand that it's not like this everywhere. You know, you've grown up in it, and you see it, and you kind of get used to it. I'm telling you, doing this show – there, when I was coaching at Martin Luther, the first year, the first game we had four years ago, we played Milwaukee School of the Arts. I didn't even know Milwaukee School of the Arts had a basketball program, and I do a basketball show every Saturday, and we had twelve students show up at the game. We had some parents and some aunts and uncles. Well, four years later, we win a state championship. You can't get in, you can't get in. So we didn't take that for granted, and I hope you guys don't because that community of Pewaukee. Definitely loves its sports. Hey, the the um, the youth program that you guys played together through, you two, uh, most of the guys, these juniors, these other guys, did they play with it as well? 
Yeah, so uh, Justice and Elliot both both also played with us uh, throughout youth. Yep. Josh, where were you? I was playing travel ball, so I was on the Waukesha Blazers for a while, and I played with the Thundercats, and uh, so I was just doing that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you guys play once this season's over? Will you continue then? Do you still play in travel ball? Yeah, Quinn and I are both on GRB on the 17U team out of Madison, and okay. so we'll be doing that in the summer, traveling around, playing some ball. What? And you know what? I, I don't want to put you on the spot because I know what my answer would be, but I'm not sure what what do you what season what do you enjoy more? I enjoy summer baseball. You do, we, yeah, more I, than spring. Yeah, I like the spring from the fact that it's right after school. You can get out of school and go to practice or your game. But summer baseball for me, like the weather's a huge part of baseball, and I love playing in the heat. So that's what I like to do. Do you have any idea on what's gonna and look? You can change your mind four times before you get to the car because mm-hmm. you're a junior in high school. But what you what what is the future hold? You want to play baseball at the next level? Yeah, I want to play in college. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah. I want. I will play. Too. I'll probably definitely uh, try and play D three. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, I'm looking towards uh, more so golf, but uh, definitely baseball is a possibility. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna close the door on it. Yeah. Is your prom already done at Pewaukee? Yeah. Yeah. We had prom two weeks ago. Oh, that's too bad. Because two weeks ago we had some kids from Greendale in, and it was it was they hadn't had their prom. And I convinced a kid to call a girl on the air live. Oh wow! And ask her. Wow! And he did, and she was like, "No." And there was a like, there was a, like where time stops, and you just. And she goes, "I'm only kidding. I'd love to go." But it was one of those moments, wow. and he looked like you got to be kidding. I have to like, I have to transfer schools. I'll never be able to go back to school again. Boys, we're gonna get to a break. I really appreciate. It. Good luck today. I'm gonna bring these other juniors up, and we'll talk to them. On the other side, this is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, we're talking Pewaukee baseball for this first hour. i got to get them out of here right at 11 because they got a noon game against Shorewood, and they are not going to lose this one is what they're talking. We're gonna, they're all shaking their head, man. Don't say that. Don't, don't jinx us. We're now joined by two more of the juniors on this team. Elliot Mueller? Yep, Elliot Mueller. Nice to meet you. Justice? Zemberry. Now, you guys are stepbrothers. Yeah, that's right. Man, that's awesome. So tell me about that. You guys living together, guys hanging out a lot, stuff like that, right? Oh, yeah, stepbrothers and best friends. Yeah, because, I mean, we live together all the time. We practice baseball together. It's everything. You guys study together? You want to talk about that part of it? Eh, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I'm, I'm a little smarter than him, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which one's better looking? Oh, that's me for sure. Uh, that's me. That's, that's beautiful. Elliot, what position do you play? I play outfield. Yeah, you go go after and get it. You got some wheels. Oh yeah, I'm Run. fast. That a boy. You got an arm. You can throw a little bit. Eh, a little bit. Can I go first to third on you? No, I'm no. just kidding. I know, I know. Justin, what position do you play? I play outfield too. Yeah. So it's center field, left field, what? Wherever they put you. Uh, I play right field mostly. Yeah, because yeah. you got a cannon. No. No, that's no. not why. No. No. Why are you laughing? He, he doesn't have a cannon. He doesn't have a cannon. No. Don't tell people that. <laughs> I don't want the boys from Shorewood knowing that he doesn't have a cannon. What? What? Uh, what do you normally hit in the lineup, Bellet? I uh, hit ninth. You hit ninth. Yep. Justice. Fifth or sixth. Yeah. yeah. So you're more of an RBI guy, and you're more of the guy that set the table. That's right. Yeah. yeah. 
Have you guys played in the youth program as well with these other guys? Yep, we did. We were on the youth baseball team. All the way through? All the way through. All the way through. And you guys both play football? Yeah. It's a good football program. Yes, it is. It's a great football program. Yeah, it is. I, I, I'm a big fan of your coach. I, I think he does a good job. He's tough. He is, he is tough. Yeah. He is yep. tough, but he uh, he expects uh, perfection. And and I do. I This meeting that we had on Thursday or on Tuesday about Thursday Night Lights, Have you, do you know that show? I've uh, heard of it. Yeah, high school football, too, yeah. right? I'm. A, they can't afford a good-looking girl, so they got all this as their <laughs> sideline reporters. What I tell people, but when Pewaukee came up, like, hey, you know, what about this this game against Greendale? I'm like, man, let's get back to that community. We haven't been back there in a couple of years, and I'm a big fan of how they go about it. You know, the whole the the, the Pewaukee shuts down when there's yep. a high school football game at home. They yep. all come yep. watch. What position do you play in football? Corner. You play corner, yep. and I play free safety. Yeah, yeah. And so right again, yeah, right, yep. right, right next to each other. A lot of trust, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. A lot of trust. Who hits harder in the football field? Um, probably, probably me. Yeah, yeah. And you're more the pretty boy. Yeah, Is that pretty it? boy. There you go yeah. with Thanks. the hair flowing yep. and and all that. <laughs> hey, did you guys? Same question I had for for these other guys. Did you know early on that you guys had a chance to be pretty good this year? I had a pretty good idea. With uh, we heard we were getting Mason Beatty back, and yeah. he's never played for us. And I heard he was pretty good, and he did not disappoint this year. So he's good, huh? Oh yeah. What what does he play? He plays catcher. Yeah. And a little bit of outfield. So. Man, a good catcher is, means a lot at, yep. at the high school level. Um, your coach said early in our our first segment, he said, "Look, I think we're just now starting to play pretty well." Um, would you guys agree with that? You guys starting to click? I agree with that. I feel like. We had a game this early in this week where we came back and beat West Ellis Central, and uh, I and then from there we beat Arrowhead, came back, beat Arrowhead again. So I think after that we just kind of said, "Hey, we can do this," you know. Like even if we get down, we can come back, play as a team, and win. I think it was a confidence booster. Well, you beat Arrowhead a couple of times. I don't care what sport it is. That's yeah. always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Nobody oh, yeah. nobody likes those guys. No, sometimes <laughs> I do. They're they're fine for me. Yeah. You know, years ago on on the big show, um, which is our afternoon show, they they did a poll. They asked people to call in who your favorite college football team is. Wisconsin was one, Michigan State was two, and University of Arrowhead was three. They got a lot of votes, man. And so then people started laughing, and then they call in and, and vote for, for them. Same with you guys. Is it Greendale when you look at your schedule? And, and, and is it the same when it comes to football? Um, I feel like for us, for football, it's definitely Eisenhower, but I have to disagree with other juniors. I think for us, for baseball, it's West Dallas Central. It is? Yeah. Why is that, do you think? Um, We don't necessarily have the best relationship with that team. It's kind of chippy when it gets on the field, but we beat them twice, so it isn't much of a rivalry. They, uh, if they don't ever beat you, well, they if they don't beat you, it's not much of a rivalry. I, I know their coach pretty well, and, and uh, you know, t- teams sometimes sometimes get their attitude <laughs> from their coach. Mm-hmm. And Milochnik has a little, he's chippy, you know, yeah. he's, yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll get after a little oh, bit. Yeah. And uh, he, he was like that when he played and he's like that when he coaches. And, and uh, look, some people, I, I like it. I, I have no issues. I think that those guys do a great job over there. Um, when you look at, at this year and, and as we're getting done, all you've got on your schedule, and I don't know about rainouts or any of that, but you've got Shorewood and then St. John's coming up and then playoffs, right? Um, when it comes to playoff time, does your did your game go up? I mean, are you looking to, 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 to bring your game up, or do you just kind of stay relaxed and balanced? 
I think everyone's looking to bring their game up because obviously playoffs we did we got to twenty and five and we put in all this work and now it's time to prove that it wasn't a mistake, it wasn't an accident, and we're here to play. Yeah. How much in the off season did you get done with football and you don't do anything during the winter as far as no, the sport? No, so no. so football season gets done and then do you start right away concentrating on baseball or do you let a couple of months go, let your body heal and then get it after it? It's actually uh about a month after the season, it's back to football lifting. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, open gyms for baseball. Yeah. And then we just start getting into baseball mode and shifting out of lifting. And yeah. Um, do you, either one of your favorite sport, or is it depending what season you're in? It it depends on what season it is. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're in football season, you get really into football. But then when you're in baseball season, get you love really baseball. baseball yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I I think that's good. Hey, you're and I didn't get a chance to ask these other guys. Look, not only do you have a lot of baseball left to play and I'm going to put you on the spot and I apologize for this but you got a lot of baseball to play yet this year and then a whole nother year but if I asked you so far playing baseball at Pewaukee High School your favorite memory of of playing baseball at Pewaukee what would it be I think my favorite memory was I was on JV for the beginning of my sophomore year and I got pulled up and I was the courtesy runner my sophomore year, Yeah, and I stole a base in my first game, and everyone was just so excited for me, and I just felt instantly like I was part of the team. So I've never been a, one of those courtesy runner yeah. guys. I was always the guy that they <laughs> took out and put the courtesy. No, I wasn't always that guy. How about you? Well, for me, it's a little bit different because last year I played JV and then came up a little bit for the playoffs last year, but I guess starting this year, um, the first time I actually came up at bat in a real game, we were playing uh, – Greendale, and I came in for a pinch hitter, and I saw my first fastball and curve, and I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. And I was like, this is real. Like, this is real baseball now. I was like, oh, my goodness. And and since then, things have slowed down, right? Yeah. You get used to it, definitely, but it's like a it's a big transition. It's a huge transition. Because yeah. you know what? You're sitting there looking, but when, you get, when you're digging into the batter's box, and all of a sudden, that kid snaps a curveball yeah. that's coming, and you're getting out of the way. I, yep. Look, I know exactly. I... I could hit. I never had an issue with somebody throw, trying to throw it past me, mm-hmm. but when they were throwing junk, man, I was buckling all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just it was bad. I was diving, getting out of the way, and the ump is like, "That's a strike, man." And I'm like, "You gotta, be, you gotta be kidding me!" No doubt. Hey guys, thank you so much. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get to a break today. Has he told the? Has he said the lineup yet for today? Mm-mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I'm gonna ask him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we'll find out, man. Is there you want to bat nine again today, or do you want me to get you? I can get you to four. Yeah, four would be good. You want to go four? What yeah. do you want to go? Uh, I can lead you. Hey, up. as long as I'm in the lineup, I'm Look happy. Look at you, know? you, man. That's a team player. That's the answer right there. But if you want to lead off, I bet I can get. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's fast. He should lead off. Yeah. Who does lead off, by the way? Uh, the sophomore Grant Ross. Yeah. Short okay. Yeah, he can run a little bit too. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah. Hey, do you guys? Is your coach? Is he a guy that wants to go station to station, or does he get get you going? Do you get the green light if you're on first? Yeah, I get the green light, and when I get the green light, I go. You go. Yep. Yeah. And what about second to third? Does you want? Don't you be careful on that one? Yeah. Sometimes I get the green light. Just depends on the catcher. Yeah. So. This is good stuff, boys. You guys did good, man. I can see. I can see the resemblance, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. there, there's no doubt. Uh, I appreciate your time, and, and good luck today. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, again, I'm going to bring the coaches, and we're going to talk about these guys. You're going to hear us talking behind their back, but what a good group of juniors leading this Pewaukee team along with these seniors, but helping out the, the sophomore and these freshmen, you know, become a team. And I'm not sure this is a team I want to play come playoff time because uh, they, they got some confidence and they've been playing well. 
uh, down the stretch. This is the Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. This is the first time I've ever played Dolly Parton on this on this show. Twenty three years you've been married to Jolene. I have. Happy anniversary. Thanks. I appreciate and they it. They said it wouldn't last. Uh, for sure. You know, uh, Adam was telling me during the break that you totally outkicked your coverage. Is that I, true? I did. Yeah, Adam, I did. Boy. I totally overachieved. You know what, man? When you talked about over your skis, maybe that's what you were talking <laughs> about. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And appreciate you're it. Celebrating twenty three years of marriage by coaching a baseball game. Yep, she's Man. a base. She's a baseball wife. She gets it. She knows we had two games last night. Um, she wasn't real happy with the Friday night being, you know, flying solo, so to speak. And then we got today, and we've got dinner plans tonight, and we've got some friends, so it's all good. That's that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Not everybody can uh, say that. I think uh, I've been thirty six years, something like that. Congrats. I hope my wife's not listening. She'd be <laughs> like, "Are you kidding me? You don't know." Well, it's been a long time. How's that? Um, hey, these are. I'll tell you what, Coach. I see why you guys are having some success. You know, this is a good group of kids, and and if the, if this is what, you know, our our, our kids that are going to be good ambassadors for you and your program and your school, yeah, that's a good choice right there. That group. Yeah, they did a nice job. I'm relieved you get through the air. You put high school <laughs> kids on the air. You're 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 relieved if we can get Coach Iris through the last 15 minutes here. We'll be in good shape. Yeah, I can, you know what? I got to feel I could ask him one question. And we could all take off because he can go like me, man. Yeah. He uh, he he's he's pretty good at that. Hey, this. Uh, so is this this a non-conference game, the short one? You know, so our conference kind of changed this year. We have 14 teams in the Woodland, the okay. East and West. So in the past, we always counted those crossover games as conference games. Yeah. Uh, this year, we're not. We're only counting the divisional games in the conference standings, but we still play everybody on the other side. So it's a it's a conference game, but not a divisional game. Um, doesn't count the standings. So if I asked you to lead off Elliot today, would you consider it? We we make those lineup decisions kind of collectively as a coaching staff. So we're <laughs> Man, really behind schedule you know today. With Elliot, the late I, tri- one. Brother, I tried. I tried. He'll. Uh, that's. He doesn't mind being nine. He feels like he's the second leadoff. Is what he's telling me. He's, so. he's done a nice job down there for us, uh, getting on base. He leads the team in stolen bases, and he's either first or second in runs scored. And so, he's definitely been an asset on the base path. Boy, you get him. Then you know what? If he's second in scoring runs at the nine spot, then you're doing something. At the the beginning of that lineup, getting some stuff done, T- turning it over. Yeah, and, and Grant Ross, they mentioned briefly. Grant's had. He's a sophomore, but. Um, he's just had a phenomenal overall season. He's won four. He won his fourth game on the mound last night. Uh, he's got a couple of saves, and uh, he's hitting over 400 in the leadoff spot and has played a great shortstop for us. So he's really had quite a season. Hey, one of the freshmen's last name is Doberstein. It is. Any relation? Or? It's, it, that's my oldest son, Logan, yes. How are you doing with that? I'm better now, I think, than I was early. Um, it, it was a, It's a tough transition. You it's, know, especially as a freshman, because I know what you're thinking. Is he good? I can I give you a story. Um, Steve Showalter, who was coaching at uh, at Germantown at the time, his son was a freshman, and he was sitting right where you're sitting. And uh, he said, hey, look, he's he's up on varsity, a freshman. I don't, you know what, there, I know there's some stuff being talked about. And I said, is he good enough to play at your level? He said, yeah. I said, is he good enough to start? He goes, I think he is. I said, then, then forget about it. Don't listen to the noise. Just make sure you're doing what's right for your program and not what's just right for your son. If it's right for your program, it's right for your program. And you know what? Sure enough, 
That kid turned out to be a heck of a college basketball player. I mean, one of my favorite to watch of all time. I just really liked watching that kid play. So I did you feel that? Did you have conversations with him about it? Yeah, you know, it's still hard. I'll, you know, I guess some of the pressure was relieved. Um, Logan played varsity football as a freshman. Uh, he split some time at quarterback and played some wide receiver and then played varsity basketball as a freshman. So in, in a way, and, and both Coach Frisky in football and Coach Burkemper in basketball uh, did a great job, uh, were really good mentors uh, for him. But th- still, there's, you know, when you're coaching your kid, there's some of those stresses. And then Logan had a little bit of a shoulder issue right out of the gate. And um, we wound up having to make, a, I guess, a conservative decision to shut him down the first few weeks. And yeah. so he's one of those guys that didn't pitch at all uh, the first half of the year. And so he gets back and right into divisional play with his first start. But he's, he's really done a nice job. He's got four starts. Uh, he's 3-0, and and his ERA is uh, 0.34. Um, and so he's given up one earned run in 21 innings. So yeah, he's, he's done a nice job. Yeah, you're not yelling at him much then on the way home, right? I let like, my brother yell at him. But. How da- <laughs> how dare you give up a run? Well, you're not going to yell at at that. These juniors and seniors have they accepted these freshmen? They have, yeah. And and again, I you know I the five seniors and then the five juniors and then the the five younger kids. I, you know, really, I wouldn't say there was any that they were. Um, separated it all the first half of the year, but I really think we're just figuring out how do we come together, Look, and th- that's what's happened. This can be an uncomfortable question for you, but I'm going to ask it. And and were there any kids on the fence? Did you have to make cuts? Well, you know, some, and, and then some of just, you know, whether you call it a cut or not, deciding whether a kid's going to be on the JV team or on the freshman team or whatever. So so there's that, yeah. Yeah, but there's seniors. Did you, Were there any seniors that are no longer – because that – look – We've been, I've been through this, coach, and I know it's hard, man. It's hard, but you have to look, you have to make the decision what's best for the program. And sometimes you're not going to be the most popular guy in Pewaukee, you're not getting free haircuts all the time. So, was that a difficult thing for you? Yeah, the, the, the roster decisions are always difficult, yeah. And uh, and not just the other freshmen, too, they, they all are very talented kids, um, and really, uh, lately they've been ascending Luke Sofa probably was kind of the fourth one in terms of his playing time last night he pinch hit uh in a 2-2 game uh in the bottom of the sixth and uh had an RBI single to win a game against Whitnell and then we started him against West Dallas Central he made two phenomenal defensive plays and had a pair of hits in that game so um you know Carson Hansen's been a really quality member of the pitching staff and played good defense and Ethan Toms has been a He's made one error. He started almost every game at second base and played shortstop when Grant's pitched and made one error all year and been super solid. So, again, they've all contributed. And, and I, I wasn't sure going in in the first half of the year even. You, you question yourself. Yeah. You do the right things. Um, like I said, the last week to 10 days, I'm feeling pretty good about where we are as a team. Why? You know, the, the come playoff time, these guys aren't freshmen anymore, right? That's right. I mean, they've, 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 every, they've everything like we talked about with these other guys. Everything seems so big and fast, and and now they're they're contributing. Going, you know what? I do belong here. You know what? I I, I can hit here. I can pitch against these guys. I can field everything that comes my way. But I look. I'm sure there were some sleepless nights for you, and your staff. Going, look. Are we going to get a lot of draw? You know, how much pushback are we going to get if we're going to keep these kids? And one of them being my own son. And so I commend you. And the relationship that you guys have is pretty good. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's hard, huh? It is hard. Yeah, I agree. 
he did he did the right thing. Were you all on board with that with the four freshmen? Oh yeah, we uh, we talked a lot about it because we knew we had a really good class coming in, and then just adding the dynamic of Adam and his son. And I will tell you um, from afar, and I'm deeply involved, but Adam has handled that whole situation, and to a point, sometimes I give him a little bit of grief of maybe overthinking, but he's that kind of guy thinking of the optics and the dynamics of everything. And I would say with with that whole situation, he's off the charts 10-plus with what he's done. That's so he's good. done a great job. Hey, um, last thing, and then we've got to get you guys out of here. Uh, there's a number of – we've talked to these these kids, and a couple of them want to play baseball at the next level. Well, you've had – there's a lot of college baseball players, Pewaukee kids, playing. And so there's a chance for these kids to play at that next level. Um, you've had a lot of success with getting kids playing – college I, I wouldn't say i've had success but we, we certainly have had a lot of kids that have been able to go on and play uh this spring we had eight kids playing college baseball three division one players and, and eight kids total and uh, have had a lot of kids come out of our program and and you know playing college baseball or any sport you get a lot of the i'm going to play this college sport but you, you know you look six months later and the kid maybe isn't on the roster didn't didn't sure. make it through that first year it's just the nature of it um, but we've had some kids that have been able to to play and, and have a have a career at the college level and have that experience. Hey, hey really quickly, so you get short today and then St. John's on Thursday in the sub-regional? Yes. And then if you win that game, you get Catholic Memorial in New Berlin West? Yes. What seed did you get? We're the two seed. Okay. I, I think our regional is probably the toughest regional in the state. Uh, Union Grove is now 20-3. and three. Uh, we were the two. Catholic Memorial has a phenomenal team, talented team, a couple of juniors who are upper 80s to 90 miles an hour, uh, Byrian Fox. Um, and then, uh, you know, we've got a Watertown Luther prep team in our sectional that's 13 and four and, and had a good year. So every team in our, in our regional um, is 500. St. John's is four and four. So. And boys, hey, th- thank you for doing this. I appreciate your willingness to come in for the first hour. And, and know that you got to get to Lincoln Park here in about 15 minutes. Don't speed. A lot of cops around here. This is a good group of boys that you brought in. Um, good luck on playoff time, and, and a happy anniversary. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Thanks Coach, for having it's us, good, good to see you again. Good to see you, Thank too. you for having you us. You bet. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. It's baseball season. So let's talk high school baseball with some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state of Wisconsin. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Show on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Now, here's high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Pellet Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball and Softball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Second hour, first 45 minutes, we're going to talk to Brian Johnson and a couple of players from Catholic Memorial. And then we're going to talk to Joe Zimmerman, 
from the Milwaukee Milkmen to uh, to end the show. Hey, Coach Johnson, thanks for coming in. How you been? I'm great, thanks. Yeah? Thanks for having us. Man, so far so good, right? Good year so far. Having a great year. Yeah. it's uh, Softball is t- – girls softball, let me tell you my favorite story, and you guys will laugh at this. So I do a segment for a TV show called Around the Corner with John McGivern, and, and um, I do the sports segment. And I was in Fort Atkinson, and I always pick one sport from the local high school to highlight, promote, and celebrate. And they had a really good softball team. And these are really nice girls. In fact, let me introduce who I'm talking to right now. Uh, Abby Smith. Abby, what position do you play? I'm a pitcher. Yeah, you can throw it a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Becca, how do you pronounce your last name? Stimic. Stimic. What position do you play? I'm center field. So Becca and, and Abby. So I go to Fort Atkinson, and the girls are very nice like you guys are. And, <laughs> you know, we're talking and, and goofing around. And I said, so who's the pitcher again? And the girl said, I am. And I said, why don't you warm up? Because I'm going to take you deep. And she was like, really? And all of a sudden, this catcher that was this real cute little blonde, who was very nice to me, said, I'm going to get my gear on. You ain't touching us. I'm like, you got to be kidding. I never saw the first pitch. (laughs) I never saw it. It hit the glove, and I went, that's a ball. She goes, are you kidding? It was right down the middle. And I hit one (laughs) ball to the second baseman. And the pitcher got mad. I said, what are you mad at? She goes, I don't want you touching my stuff. And I said, I'm going to go lefty. She goes, can you hit lefty? I said, I can hit you lefty. And I bunted one to the third baseman who broke up laughing. I said, what are you laughing at? She goes, I'd throw you out by a mile. <laughs> and I thought, girl, softball's too rough for me. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do this at all. Abby, have you always been a pitcher? Um, yeah, I've been pitching since I was like eight. Um, and you're a sophomore? Yeah. And Becca, you're a junior? Yes. Um, did you guys know coming into this year that you'd have this kind of success? Because you guys are playing pretty well. Um, I think we have more of like a rebuilding season right now, and so we thought we were gonna hopefully just like improve, like on what we did last year. But I think we were very surprised with our success this year. You guys started the season on March nineteenth. Didn't lose a game until April sixteenth. You lost one three to one to Oconomowoc. Went through a little bit of a stretch there. Um, Kettlemorain's good, huh? Yeah, yeah. very good. Kettlemorain's yes. really good. <laughs> Uh, we don't want to talk about the score on that Kettle Moraine game. Well, uh, let's just uh, let's just back up, and uh, you, you may not know this. So, we were thirteen and one going into the break. Um, and we lo- our lo- lone loss was to Oconomowoc, two unearned runs. Abby pitched a great game, uh, one earned run. We had a long time off in that break, uh, eighteen days, I believe. Oh man, look at that! From the seventeenth of April till yep. May fifth. Yes, and Abby had pitched every inning of every game. She's our only pitcher. We only have fourteen players. She got hurt in the, in the uh, second inning of the Waukesha North game that we played on a Sunday, Mike. A Sunday. Catholic school we played on a Sunday. Yeah, there's yeah. something wrong there. <laughs> you know the Lord doesn't want you playing yeah. on Sunday. So in the bottom of the second, uh, 0-0 game against Waukesha North, who has a dominant pitcher in Maddie Anderson, uh, Abby took a ball. She actually caught a spike uh, when she pitched the ball and took a ball off her knee. Uh, we carried her off the field. Uh, she was on crutches. The next two games, so we lost those three games when Abby was out. Oh, and then you, were you see, gonna, we you were telling me that, <laughs> Miss <laughs> Abby. You just said no. Kettlemorine's really good, yeah. but you weren't going to say you didn't play in that one. Well, Kettlemorine is really yeah. good. We played him last night. Maybe we'll get to that. But um, uh, she came back. Much different score. Uh, she came back on Friday, May tenth. You can see there we played Arrowhead. Yeah. We had hoped that Abby would give us a couple innings. Uh, we were, I was in constant contact with the trainer at school. We had hoped she'd give us a couple innings. 
And uh, after the second inning, after the first inning, uh, I talked to her after the second inning. I said, hey, I can't read your mind. Are you okay? And she said, I'm fine. By the third inning, she said, stop asking. Don't take me out of the game. <laughs> that game you went. Know, that, she doesn't look like a pit bull like that, yeah. but she, she got a little pit bull in her. Yeah, that game. Yes. Uh, so we had a doubleheader starting at 430 in May. And we were already questioning whether we'd get two games in. That game went nine innings. <laughs> Abby pitched all nine shutout innings against Arrowhead um, and also had the game-winning RBI in the top of the ninth uh, that, that won the first game one to nothing. That's, that's a good day. Yeah. In the second game, when, when the game ended, we decided we would start the second game. Um, and I looked at her and said, what do you want to do? And she said, well, I'm pitching. Why? That was about <laughs> it. Uh, made my life obviously a lot easier. Boy, um, it makes you look like a heck of a coach, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, Miss Abby, do you have? Uh, where, where did this come from? As far as you have, uh, mom, dad involved in sports, older brothers, older sisters. I have an older sister who plays college softball. Okay, and that I think, and then my parents, my dad played baseball, and then my mom played softball, and so I've kind of just grew up. You grew playing. up with it, yeah. Um, when you got hurt, did you? Was your fear that you were going to be out for the year? No, I didn't. I didn't think I was going to be out for the year, but I, I just hated watching like us lose those three games. And so I think like once I got back to play Arrowhead, I was only going to pitch the first game. And I think I just looked at how we won the first one. I'm like, I have to pitch the second one. I just want to win again. When you started pitching, did you know that that was a position for you? I think I always like wanted to be the center of attention and like okay. <laughs> in softball, like pitching's the one position you have to play if you want to do that. It, it definitely is because <laughs> yeah. you can you control if 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 you're as good as your coach tells me you are. And during the break, I've, I don't know if you saw when you drove in, but outside I've got a uh, a softball glove and a and my bat, and we're gonna go against the wall. I'm gonna take you deep. You, I'm only kidding. I'm not doing. She's looking at me like I'm serious. I'm just kidding. I I can't even hit a cheer softball in high pitch anymore. Um, but you're right, and you get to control the whole game. How much how much work do you put in in the off season as a pitcher? Um, I really don't take that much time off. I play club, and I think in between the club season, I have maybe three weeks off, okay. and then I just the whole year right back at it. Yeah. Becca, how about you? Um, are, are you a multi-sport athlete? Uh, yes, I'm. Um, I'm was the captain of the palms and dance team last year, and then okay. I also do competitive dance throughout the entire year. So I'm always doing sports. You are busy. I I do a youth sports show, and I'm really I, I've coached basketball a long time, very familiar with football and baseball, and with that youth sports show, I want to get out of my comfort zone. So I brought in uh, a dance group from Maguanago. You you want to talk about some great athletes? I mean, these these are some really good athletes. The dance part um, takes up a lot of time for you. Yeah. When you say dance competitively, what does that mean? Um, it's a separate studio, so it's just not with the school. But we go and compete at different competitions throughout the year. That that group in McGuanago, they don't comp- They they. She told me they didn't compete, and I asked why, and she said because if our girls do a perfect routine and one girl's ribbon is off center or something and we get points taken away i don't want that but we perform for people and she said sometimes i wish because we've got some girls that are very competitive that maybe we should think about that do you enjoy that the competitive side of dance yeah i'm really competitive so i like that and i think it's fun because we have good team bonding and then 
going out on stage and competing like with your team is always really fun. Have you played softball for a long time? Yes, I have. Yeah, did you you grew up playing softball? Yep. Is there the youth programs? Did you and you started pitching at what what grade? Um, I think around like seven or eight. Maybe. Yeah, and man, she knows that she knows the position. If and look, you're a sophomore, so you can again. I said this to the one of the kids from Pewaukee. You can change your mind three times before you get to the car, but do you want to pitch at the next level? Yeah, I think I started playing like competitive softball around ten because my older sister did. Right. And so I think I've just grown up playing. Does it. she pitch too? No, she. I'm the only pitcher. I have two sisters that play <laughs> softball. Right. I'm the only pitcher. The rest are outfielders. Really? Yeah. Do you get to throw batting practice to them at all? No. <laughs> could, could, could your older sister hit you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, she Both could. Sis- I have a younger sister. She could definitely hit me. <laughs> really? Oh, she's a ah, she's on the team too. Yeah. Cassie. Mm-hmm. Coach, it's a family family affair on this. That's good. She's a, she's one of the better pitchers in the area. You think? Uh, yes. Uh, definitely in the area. One definitely of the better the too. One of the better pitchers you've had at Catholic Memorial. Uh, yes. And that's good. It's nice to be able to, to, to hand her the ball and say, go get us three outs here. Yeah, and I did coach her older sister, so I've actually known Abby for a long, long time. She was the little kid running up and yep. down the sidelines that drove you nuts, I'm yeah, sure. still does. Yeah, because she wanted <laughs> to be the center of attention. Right, right, that right. She brought that up. I didn't bring yeah, that up. Yeah, princess over there. Yeah, she, oh, I, don't, I don't know. She got hurt and came back pretty quick. What, what, how did you get hurt? Um, I got a line <coughs> drive to my kneecap. Right on the kneecap. Yeah. Boy, those hurt, man. Yes. <laughs> those those really hurt. Becca, how uh, how you been hitting? Uh, pretty decent, I think. Yeah. What what do you hit in the, in in the lineup? I'm third. Okay. So you're driving the ball, right? You're, you're hitting. Gaps. I try to. Yes. <laughs> Abby, what do you hit in the lineup? Fourth. Really? So I got three and four here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We couldn't bring the lead off because that's Cassie. She she. <laughs> We could have brought her. No, no. She, we couldn't trust what she would say. <laughs> She's the Smith that you can't trust. That's right. Oh, that's really funny. Your mom and dad uh, come to games? Yes, every single one. Which? Who do you hear more? Um. It's always one. Yeah, I think my dad, he'll make like some comments, but my mom's always the cheering one, and then my dad kind of will make like, come on, Abby, just yeah. do better. But my, da- my mom definitely cheers a lot. Your mom and dad come all the time? Yes, to every game. Which one's louder? Probably my dad. Yeah. So my, and I've told this story a million times, but my son played at, uh, uh, he went to Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls. And I've been a basketball coach a long time. And he went to Maranatha Baptist Bible College to play division three basketball in Watertown. And I coached him all the time. So now it was time for me to watch him play as a college basketball player. And my wife would never sit next to me during games. It was very, she said, I didn't cheer correctly, Abby. Me, which means I don't really know what that means, but I had to go sit someplace else, and he would tell me that it didn't matter if there was 15 people in the gym or it was sold out. He could hear my voice. He couldn't hear mm-hmm. his coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, after a game that they played where it was standing room only, he'd say, really? Are you ever going to hit and knock down a shot tonight? And I go, you heard that? He goes, I hear everything you, everything you say. Hey, let's get to a break. This is fun for me. We're talking about this year's Catholic Memorial team. We're going to talk a little bit about the playoffs that are coming up for them. Uh, we've got the brackets in front of me. We will, I don't think we'll ask for predictions, but we'll talk a little bit about who's in their regional and who they have to get by to get deep into these playoffs. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball and Softball Coaches Show 
on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball and Softball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Brian Johnson. He's the uh, fast pitch girls, fast pitch uh, softball. I'm just going to say softball, right? Well, it tries to distinguish the the game that I still play with my friends (laughs) uh, on Thursday nights. I I know, but if you got the batter's box against Abby Smith, could you hit her? Oh, me? Oh, yeah. Of course, I could hit her. You could, but you'll no, never prove not. it because you don't want to. You don't want to show her up. You know, interesting enough, you told that story earlier. We just this week had a football player walk through the gym. Really big guy. I don't know. Do you know who's the guy? Milo. Will Outum. Milo. Yeah. And he said, "Hey, I want to hit." And I said, "You you couldn't hit." And uh, he said, "No, I, I, I want to hit." I go, "I'm telling you, you're not going to be able to hit the ball." And we threw him in a cage, and he couldn't hit the ball. Yeah. And last I, last year we did it with a, a kind of a, uh, or it might have been two years ago now with a. Uh, a big-time football player who now plays at Wisconsin. We won't oh, name his name. Yeah. Who jumped in the cage and and our pitcher at the time struck him out. So. Do you know what? But part of that story that I didn't tell you when I got in the batter's box, she looked at her coach and he went like this, and I'm like, what? And all of a sudden, this ball did something, and I thought. And then she looked again and he went like this, and she threw a BB, a fastball, right past me. <laughs> so she was making it right, and he was telling her what to pitch. And I'd say, quit looking at him. Come on, just throw it my way. And and so I don't know what all this was, but I, I had no idea that, that you guys can make. Yeah, how many pitches do you have, by the way? Um, I usually throw like four in a game. Okay. Like four different pitches. What's your favorite? Change up. Yeah? Mm-hmm. She, she's smiling. <laughs> Did uh, Tim or Renee teach you that? Um, My dad, like he actually played softball, and so he that's kind of why I started pitching was because he, like, he wanted a – one daughter that was a pitcher at right. least, and I think I've gone to pitching lessons for a while, and I learned that was the first pitch I learned. Ah, Jill and Dale come to, to the games all the time, Becca. Yes. Yeah, good for them. I, I like that, and and the fact that that the whole break, all you do is talk about Karen, and and how supportive she is, is a, how beautiful she is, and she's a great coach's wife. You did good, coach. Yeah, no, I did. Uh, I, I uh, played up, or what's the expression? Yeah, you can, I'll, I'll kick, kick your coverage. coverage. Yeah, <laughs> trust me, I'm the president of that club. You can be part of it if you want. Hey, if we come to see you guys play, and we're going to talk about your schedule coming up, but and we've talked about Cassie Smith, yep. who is Abby's sister. Who else are? Who else going to jump off the field? Who else? Like your shortstop, your you know yeah, who's yeah. up the middle for you? That kind well, of stuff. Well, Cassie uh, was forced to play catcher. Cassie, although I just learned from Abby. That you said that your sisters are outfielders. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and Cassie seems catching. like a natural infielder. Okay. We, we've we've made her catch. So we have a young team. So we have five. You probably see the roster there. We have we two do. seniors, two juniors. We have five freshmen, five sophomores. So ten of the fourteen are freshmen or sophomores. With Abby, with Abby in the circle, we have uh, one sophomore and a couple freshmen who have some catching experience, kind of growing up at youth, but they couldn't catch Abby. And Cassie. Uh, so we forced her to abandon playing shortstop to play catcher so she'd be able to, uh, because she'd be able to, to, to catch Abby. And as she said, um, I've been catching Abby for, for uh, uh, years and years because she would have to go to the pitching lessons and be the catcher. So, um, oh, I bet she didn't want to do that for <laughs> no, a while. No, she does not. <laughs> no, she didn't mind it now? 
McGitts her in the lineup. Oh, but, uh, she'd be in our lineup again. We have 14 <laughs> players. Yeah, total she'd be in the lineup. No, we, we have one team. We don't have a JV team this year for the first time in really a lot of years. So Cassie's really uh, quick. She's actually very talented as a as a catcher. So hey, she's doing really well. Can I talk about uh, the the numbers? Why are the numbers so low? Do you think? I don't know. So you were talking about it, it, there's a. Uh, it seems to be blowing up a bit. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, softball, certainly college softball. We're watching it right now on your on your monitors here. Um, but around high school, around here, there's a lot of numbers that are down, and I don't want to talk out of school necessarily because I don't know all the all the details. But I, I want to say that Waukesha West uh, doesn't have a JV team, or I think uh, uh, what? I think Pius maybe dropped their JV team this year. What do you think is going on? Uh, well, I know when I, we can only speak from our high school. Sure. And, and our high school is, uh, first, it's small, right? And we're in the Classic 8 Conference, a lot of big schools. We have 625 or 650 students, whatever. Are you happy you're getting out of there? Or the football only. That's right. Football yeah. is getting out of there. But so, you and, guys and, aren't going anywhere. Yeah, and at our school, our soccer team is very successful. Um, and we have a rugby team that's very successful. And, of course, track is a classic sport. Right. Um, and they're all coached by teachers at Catholic Memorial. I, I'm not a teacher and I, I don't, at Catholic Memorial. Um, and they're, and they're very, uh, they're good people that coach them. Uh, so they're good teachers, they're good people, they're very popular. And they're in That's the hallway saying, sport. hey. They're, they're that, and they're, and they're having great success. Um, so from that perspective, it's, it's a little difficult uh, for us. Yeah, the size of the school in that conference always, you know, Bill Young, obviously, he, it's funny. I had him on my Friday night scoreboard show, and I thought he would say no. I, I don't want to go anywhere. And I asked him, "Does he want that?" He said, "Yeah, it's it's time." Wait, I mean, we have six hundred kids, and we're playing against schools that have when we they compete like crazy. That football program, yep. that's a really good football program. But it'd be nice to play against schools that similar size. Right? Yeah. Why do you think that? Look, you guys. Well, certainly, you play, and and you're in in, in dance. Why do you think the numbers are down for girls softball? I think definitely at our school, um, a lot of girls, they want to try, like, new sports. And rugby is very, like, not a common sport. A lot of people don't play it. And so I think they want to try something new, especially at our school. And yeah. so they, they play that sport instead of trying something Are there fun. girls that you've played softball with that are not playing because they're playing other sports that, that you want to just go, come on, man, we need you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. you know maybe they'll come back, right? You t I think rugby might be overrated a little bit. You get a chance to play against a pitcher that can throw like you. That look, looking at at the rankings, not too long ago, you guys were ranked number one in the state, right? Well, yes. Well, you it, don't want to talk about that. Well, huh? so we've been trying all year to avoid talking about it. I, um, I won't. And, I won't no, talk no, about it. Not so the the. Um, It'd be a bit hypocritical of me to talk about the rankings because for years I've said, how can you rank uh, teams in the state when we I have no idea what these teams are doing? Um, even in our sectional that we'll talk about in a bit, um, I don't know. We don't have any common opponents. I don't know anything about the Rock Valley South Conference. I, I do. Don't know any Let me tell you, they, they have two pitchers in that conference. One is a let. No, I don't know. I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> but all of a sudden, you see Abby sit up all of a sudden. Right. She's so, like, wow, this guy but, really knows his stuff. Yeah. She's a 6 1 lefty that yeah. really brings it. So um, I think the polls that the coaches uh, vote on, I think that's. Um, I, I, we, we're in the polls because we beat a lot of good teams that are ranked, are in those rankings. Um, and and uh, 
Um, that's why we're in there. The one poll on Max Preps, which is based on strength to schedule, that we were ranked number one. That's a pretty. That's a more objective poll uh, to us. Um, but uh, and everything changed when when uh, Abby got hurt. Um, you know what? That's and, not a bad thing. Yeah. No. no. You know what? I sometimes it's it's better to be the hunted than than, than to be the hunters than the hunted. You know what? If you stayed at at that, you know everybody's hunting you up, and now it's kind of like okay, well maybe they've. You know what? They don't have to think about us. Let us just go through this thing. And can can you softball? You can pitch. She can pitch as many innings in a day as you you want, right? Yeah. So I'm going to answer. I'm not going to let Abby answer that one. Uh, she can. It won't hurt her long term. But she does get tired. She does get fatigued. Um, I went. I was generally concerned. I have been uh, obviously many games, but certainly the Arrowhead game when we went to extra innings. Um, and I said to her, I can't read your mind. You need to communicate with me. Right. And, um, and, and you know, because it was, it's not worth it to me to win a, to win a high school game. Um, for it has some long-term effect on her. So. Right. And I don't hear of long-term, is it shoulder issues, elbow issues? What is it, softball? Um, I think for me it's elbow. I usually, like, I, my shoulder doesn't usually get hurt, but I think, for anyone, it can be anything from shoulder all the way to wrist. Tim and Renee, your mom and dad, do they have those discussions with you? Like, let, let's not, let's make sure that we, we've got, we don't want to get you hurt here. Yeah, I think my parents, like, after the Arrowhead game, they were like, you know, you didn't have to pitch if you didn't want to, like, if it's really hurting you. But I, it didn't hurt that bad. Like, of course, it was just more like discomfort it wasn't a lot of pain i mean there i i did a show i've got a brother who is in his 60s and he's still catching hardball uh down in florida and he catches on three different teams and there's a guy named john arnold who is like in his 70s and he's still pitching and i said and he and he he gets um flown all over the country to play in tournaments at his age group and i said do you ice your arm he said never he said every time after i pitch i go and lift and I've never had an issue. I've never in my life had an issue with, with elbow, shoulder, anything. And I thought, I found that really odd. Do you ice after? Yes. I. If I don't ice, I definitely feel it the next day. Have you gone to CryoFit? Do you know what that is? No. So the Waukesha Memorial football team, last two years, they go to a place called CryoFit, which is a kind of a client of mine, and it's up in New Berlin, and you freeze for three minutes. And it's cold. You you get in this in this it, it's basically a cylinder it's dry but it's three minutes and those guys had a big party after the state championship at CryoFit there's a number of guys that came with the state uh, the 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 trophy and all that but you might might want to look into that I don't you know I don't want your mom and dad yelling at me I don't want Tim yelling at me like why are you telling my daughter about CryoFit but are you familiar with those guys uh, Yes yes I am yeah and it's only money Smiths. Yeah, it's, it's money. Smith's is only hey, money. You know what? Abby is so – you should hear all the nice things she says about you, Tim and Renee. <laughs> she did give CryoFit a shot. Um, and, and if your source – dance, too, would uh, would be a good thing. Hey, let's talk real quick, and then we have to get to a break. Um, playoffs coming up, right? You guys, uh, Tuesday, you're going to play at home against Whitewater? Yes. Have you, do you again? You know anything about those guys? I do not. They know us. They've been in a couple games. Really? Well, uh, they didn't play this whole week. Uh, I believe we had games all week. So you see them? Are they filming, taping, all that stuff? No, no. Uh, the the coach Ron, he's uh, seems like a real genuine guy. So no, he's just uh, just observing. I, we we do the same thing. What like do you that. know about Whitnell? 
Uh, we know they won state last year. We yeah. know they play in the Woodland Conference. You, you and know, we know they beat New Berlin West, and we beat New Berlin West. And other than that, we know nothing. You know anybody on that team? Um, I a few of the girls they play club, and we play them sometimes. But I think their pitcher doesn't pitch for club. I don't think so. I've never seen her pitch before. Well, let's worry about Whitewater first, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Let's <laughs> worry about Whitewater because then it's probably going to be Whitnell coming next. Did you pitch in the playoffs last year? I think we had one playoff game, and I think me and the senior pitcher split it, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this is really your your coming out party as far as your playoff stuff. Yeah. And you just do the same stuff you're doing, right? Yeah. Yeah, your coach <laughs> will tell you that. Let's get to a break. I want to talk more about some of the other girls on this team and your staff, and then we'll cut you guys loose the last segment. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Milwaukee Milkmen. Are you guys familiar with them? Man, it's uh, – I'm going to tell you about it during the break. It's a really cool thing that's come to this market that you uh, you would enjoy going to these games. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking softball, fast-pitch softball, with Brian Johnson, the head coach at Catholic Memorial, and two of his players. One is Becca Stimmick. She is uh, an outfielder, the daughter of Jill and Dale. Uh, brother, sisters? I have two older half-sisters. Okay. Catholic Memorial? No, they're... No? Married and have kids now. So good. That's nice. Did Jill or Dale go to Catholic Memorial? No. You're it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby, brother, sisters. You told me the sis, two sisters. Yes, two sisters. Tim, Renee. Mm-hmm. Catholic Memorial people. They. My mom taught at Catholic Memorial for okay. a couple of years. That's a, that's a really good school. I I, I it's uh it's a school that that I think gets it. Well, you'd agree with me, Coach, right? I would. Yes. Yeah, I think from administration on down. That, that they get it. Hey, tell me about your staff, assistant coaches. Yeah, so Scott Rice has been, um, I, I kind of inherited him, if you will. Sure. He was with the program when I started. Uh, I started when my daughter, uh, after her freshman year in high school, and she kind of came to me and said, can't you coach me in high school? She wasn't having the best experience. And, and I said, uh, I said no, I can't. And she said, why? And I said, because you're girls and it's softball. Right. right? And <laughs> I also have a job. Yeah. Um, she said, but you did it for the boys. Why wouldn't you do it for me? Oh, that's rough. Yeah, so it worked. Yeah, that it, gets you. It worked. Uh, so I inherited Scott Rice. Okay. Um, he was there a couple years before me. Um, and between him and, and Coach Lewandowski, uh, the three of us were pretty talented. Uh, you know, uh, we kind of act as one. That's so good. we're kind of uh, three co-coaches, if you will. Uh, and and uh, we all have different roles on the team. Um, but someone has to be the figurehead. Right. Um, I have the, you know, the face for radio, so I'm that guy. <laughs> I've been told that um, like a million times, yeah. Phil. And um, so they're really uh, integral to to really the program itself. So they're very successful. What what? Uh, so you're not in the building. What do you do for a living? I actually run a sign company. Excellent. Business good. Uh, business is good. Yes. Really good. It's uh, good. <laughs> not gonna not gonna go to the really good side. Well, you know what? I'm hoping it gets really good because uh, in today's uh, market, things are going well for, for a lot of companies. So I'm hoping the sign company. What kind of can I ask the name of the company? Uh, Pablocki Sign Company. Excellent. Good for you. 
you know, that'll be ten dollars. You can't just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's called a endorsement. Yeah. Let me talk to you about Pavlaki Sign Company and the things that they do. Um, what keeps you up at night, Coach, with this team? You know, is there anything that keeps you up at, at, at night? And coaching girls, has it been quite the difference for, for you from coaching boys? Yeah, I, I've been doing it for, for quite a while. And, you know, there's an expression that, that uh, a lot of coaches who coach girls use. And the, and the expression goes something like, girls, they're not boys. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, there's times, there's times where I'll come into dugout and I'll look around and I'll think, what? What drama is going on here? There's something going on. Someone <laughs> clue me in because or else, you know, we're not going to be able to perform. So, um, but it keeps me up at night. You know, Abby started talking about the rebuilding season. We knew we had Abby coming back. Uh, we lost six of our nine starters from last year. Uh, pretty much uh, all the offensive stuff for Rebecca and, and Abby uh, for, uh, from an offensive perspective. So we knew we'd had to pitch the pitching uh, we didn't know if we'd have any offense, and defensively we thought we'd struggle. And I started talking about some of the players. Cassie Smith, uh, we forced her to be a catcher. She's right. a freshman at third base. We have, we kind of platooned two sophomores uh, between Grace White and Maria Serb, and Maria's kind of, kind of taken over a little bit because her bats uh, got hot. In fact, she had four RBIs last night. At shortstop, we have Felicity Smart, also a freshman. Um, again, and these people are stepping off of, uh, you know, playing for some club teams that aren't used to playing against 18-year-olds right. like Maddie Anderson at, 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 uh, at Waukesha North. Um, and over at second base, we have Riley Themler, uh, who transferred in. She's a sophomore, transferred uh, in from uh, Slinger, Slinger High School, right? Yep. Slinger High School. Um, so very uh, young. And then over at first base, we platoon our two seniors. And our two seniors, McKenna Christensen and, and Rebecca Gratz, have really stepped up this year really earned a spot in the batting order um, and really have taken on a leadership role uh, with our with can, our group here. Can I ask, so the two seniors in their platoon, how, how are they, you know, it's hard sometimes when you're a senior and, and the best players are freshmen and sophomores. You know, that's difficult for, for a senior. Yep. Um, they, they've bought in? They are. They're outstanding. That's awesome, that. Coach. They, they totally under, and, and it, it kind of happens when you become a senior a little bit. Um, but they totally get it, and they understand their role. Um, and one's very vocal. She's the most vocal person on her team. <laughs> is that McKenna? Or That's Rebecca? McKenna. Yeah. Uh, she gets uh, after a little bit? Yeah, she is. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, the imitation is the highest form of fla uh, flattery, right? <laughs> yes. Other teams, we've and I can, it started happening at, at Arrowhead, where the, uh, the other bench started trying to scream as loud as McKenna, and it kind of went <laughs> back and forth and became a kind of a fun thing. And then we saw it last night as well. So we're seeing all these other teams – kind of trying to match McKenna. So she's been really good in that in, in that regard. And then Rebecca has – she's kind of the, the, the Robin Yount, right, lead by example. Sure. Um, I'll set a good example, and you follow me that, you know, good things will happen. Coach, I, I 36 years coaching basketball. I did two years coaching girls, and I learned a lot of valuable lessons. One thing that I learned that I didn't – I never saw it coming was it, it's very social for girls – but at least in basketball, they came to practice hard every single day. I can't get my guys to practice hard every day. But these girls, once, okay, you guys talk until 10 o'clock, but at 10 o'clock be ready to go. And they would go hard every single day for an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes, and then it became social again. And I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. Do you see that as well? Um, I see them going hard and talking. So I see them being able to do both. <laughs> Uh, I have a hard time getting them to to not um, to have a hundred percent concentration. It's just this particular group doesn't 
and I'm not saying that in a bad way. They're able to go hard, but constantly have a conversation. And and it's you know these two, uh, and it's and it's Cassie <laughs> Smith, uh, and, well, it's, and uh, it's McKenna. It, it's McKenna clearly. Um, <laughs> and then uh, again, we have a, a freshman, uh, Claire Wright, um, who's just a nonstop nut. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that on the air. Sorry, Claire. That's uh, all right. Just nonstop nut. Because um, they're nodding their heads over yeah, here, so and, they know. Right. And then uh, just to kind of uh, make sure I mention everyone here in right field, we have uh, Abby Aaron, who's who's kind of killing it defensively, is, is killing it, doing a really good job. Uh, of course, uh, Rebe- uh, Becca here, I call Dancer, because she's a dancer. Yeah. Uh, dancer is killing it at the plate, killing it in center field. Uh, and in the left field, we have Nicole Keller, uh, the other junior. Um, who's having a bit of a, 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 a an off year compared to her year last year, um, but she shows good leadership abilities as well. She's going to get hot come playoffs. Yeah, now. and then we have a, another Palms girl that I call Tiny Dancer. Okay, I'm not even sure her name. She's number three on your roster over there. Gabby. She's a Gabby Casey. Okay, in case you were wondering. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. Um, he forgot my name my first year, too. <laughs> That's all right. He still didn't know my name. I called him like eight times and stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, Coach, this uh, I got to ask them. We've only got a couple of minutes, and, and I like asking, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. You've got a lot of softball left to be played at Catholic Memorial, both of you guys. But so far, so far, the best memory of, of playing uh, softball at Catholic Memorial would be what? I think we were playing Arrowhead, and when we were going into extra innings, I was like, I had a full count on a girl, and there was a runner on third and second. And then the coaches asked me if I wanted to intentionally walk the sure. girl just in case. And I just looked at them and I go, definitely not. And then I struck her out. And that was a really big moment for me. That's awesome. Becca, how about you? Uh, my favorite memories from this year when we played Waukesha North. They're an exceptional team. Maddie Anderson's an exceptional pitcher. And I was up to bat. I hit a single up the middle. I stole second, and then Abby hit me in, and we won the game 1-0. And we've been wanting to beat North for a while now. So that's a big big moment for us. Wow. Neither one of these girls look like they're they're real competitive. You know, they they look like these choir girls, man. These just really (laughs) nice, sweet, and I competitive as I'll get it when they start talking about about playing. Hey, Brian, I really appreciate you guys coming in. It's nice to meet you in person. Um, I can tell you that your athletic director says really good things about you and the, the job that you do with the, with this team and this this program. Uh, good luck when it comes playoff time uh, this week. Get get that Whitewater game and 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 see how deep you guys can go um, with these guys leading you, you. You never know, right? Right. Who's the team to beat? Whitnell. Uh, well, certainly we got to beat whoever we're playing it's right not the uh, politically correct answer yes it is um, in our in our sectional seven of the 10 teams have 15 or more wins oh, two man. of the teams have 21 wins we have a team a, thir- a three seed in monroe that only lost to oak creek that's their only loss um the winning percentage of those seven teams is about 80 percent so clearly it's one of these years where a lot of really good teams in this sectional so we have to take care of a five seed that has 15 wins uh, record very similar to us, uh, and then we have to play the winner of of uh, Whitnell and East Troy. East Troy has more than 15 wins. Yeah. Well, uh, and they were the uh, seven or eight seed, whatever. None of them have this one on the mound, yeah, right? Right, right. Well, I wish you well, and and I'll keep a good eye on on, on you guys. And uh, it was uh, Becca. It was very nice to meet you, Abby. It's been very nice to meet you. Uh, say hi to uh, 
Say hi to Cassie for me. Tell her next time we'll bring her in. Uh, maybe. Look at Coach is rolling, rolling his eyes. No. You say hi to Tim and Renee and, and, and Jill and, and, uh, and Dale and certainly your wife. She um, she knows how much. She, I'm sure she's at every game, right? She makes most games, yes. Yeah. She a softball fan? Well, I think she's. Uh, I have uh, two sons that coach baseball, high where, school baseball. Where do they play? Where do they uh, coach? They coach at Brook Phillies High School. Okay. My son Ty is the head coach at yeah. Brook Phillies, and Trevor's my other son. Oh, that's awesome. So Karen is back and forth. Yep. That's good stuff, guys. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, thanks so much for the shirt. Thank <laughs> you so much. I'm not kidding. Thank you so much for the T-shirt. I really appreciate that. People look at, boy, my size, we're in a fast-pitch softball. They're, they'll be like, what the heck? But I appreciate it. Guys, thank you. Good luck the rest of the way. Right, thank thank you. you. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk a little bit about the Milkmen. They, uh, they're they 2-0, and 0, the 2-0 and 0 Milwaukee Milkmen. And we'll talk uh, a little bit about them and when they start, and then we'll get out of here. This is the Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. Welcome back to the Pella High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan is Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show. We're now joined 2-0 Milwaukee Milkman Joe Zimmerman is on the line. Joe, how you been? We are fantastic. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you bet. Uh, I'll tell you, the in the history of the Milkmen, that first game is going to go down is something people will talk about for a long time. What a strange, weird whole event that was. You know, people, you would think that we scripted it. Yes. Um, but uh, we definitely did not. And, um, uh, yeah, man, it, it was an incredible way to kick off the season. And now that we're 2-0, um, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're pushing, um, yeah, we're, we're pushing in a way that we, that we were hoping for. So we're excited. Well, the first game you guys are playing the St. Paul Saints. You're, the manager gets ejected. The lights go out. It's a 13 inning game that ended up early Friday morning, started Thursday evening with a five, four victory. And like you said, you couldn't script, you couldn't script that, you know, it's just too many strange things in the St. Paul Saints that, Great organization, and I'm reading up on it. And they said, look, we think the lights just went off because of an automatic timer. And so they had to get the, get the lights back up, and you guys went out and, and, and won. And it's the first game in, in, in franchise history. And I'm telling you, that's going to be one that you guys are going to be talking about 15 years from now. I know it. We're we're building rivalries already. So we uh, <laughs> yep. that's, that's, that's one of them, and, and Chicago's the other one. But, yeah, we're – you know, we're, we're putting um, St. Paul in, in a position that they haven't been in in a long time, uh, losing, you know, two in a row. I think it was like since 2005 or something like that. So we are off to a great start. There's been a ton of support, both from a fan base and, and our, our partners that have come along with us. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it is, there's a ton of excitement around it, and, and we're, a part, we're, we're proud to be a part of it. Hey, congratulations on the championship with the Wave, by the way. Thank you. What another incredible, uh, incredible experience. But yeah, we were we the guys are running that trophy around the city of Milwaukee. It's it's a fun time to be a sports fan in Milwaukee right now. Well, I could sure. I I could tell you that uh, Larry Sales said you're supposed to have the cup back in his office yesterday, and he's uh, <laughs> he's hunting you down right now, Joe Zimmerman. I know it. I'm surprised <laughs> he hasn't showed up at my house. <laughs> well, so. you know what? He might be heading that way right now. So. Man, I just think that's awesome for the city and for you guys and 
and I worked for a long time for the wave a, a zillion years ago. And uh, congratulations on that. And so you go from from that to now, you know, starting with this baseball thing, and you guys don't have a home game until May 24th. Is that correct? Right. So our first home game, which is going to be actually in um, Kokomo, Indiana, so we've got to kick off the season there. But May 24th um, is our home opener there. And then we bring it to Franklin about a month later, in, uh, June 24th at 7 o'clock. We kick it off and uh, – we are uh, we are very very excited to to, to open that stadium with um, with a big win as well. Well, I'll tell you what, that's going to be an event, and I would highly recommend people get tickets ahead of time because that's going to you're going to sell that thing out on the 24th of June because by that time your record I would assume your record's going to be really good and people are going to want to say that they were at that first game at home in Franklin for the Milkmen. Joe, you're really close to the whole situation, but I'm wondering if you guys understand um, the importance of, of having this team in Franklin and what you guys are doing for this community. You know, I, I think so. It, this project, uh, along with a lot of the other ones that are part of our portfolio, are, are very, very important to us, and they're close to our heart. Um, the wave is one of those. But, um, yeah, we, you know, the impact that this has, you know, we're building an asset um, for the city, frankly, and, and this is this is the city's team. And and um, it's something that, uh, you know, we're going to help create a lot of memories for families and, and, you know, help businesses, you know, engage with fans that they, you know, that they maybe struggled with up until this point through really creative, unique experiences. And um, to your point, yeah, I, I think you know, based on the experience and, and the excitement around the team now, there's a ton of there's a ton of it. Um, tickets are on sale um, now, as you speak. Uh, single games just went on sale. There's really creative ticketing packages with nine game packs, you know, where you can pick out specific games. Um, you know, so for example, if you want, you know, you want to go to the bobblehead game or you want to go to the fireworks game, you can pick out those and identify those ahead of time because they're going to sell out. To your point, you know, uh, two weeks ago I had uh, Mike and Fireman Jim in studio and what i really liked about this was there was no ideas that were too crazy for them i mean there wasn't they 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 were like okay what did you do because i worked in in sports marketing for a long time and Mm -hmm. i worked with minor league baseball teams all over the country and I, i said you know we did this and we tried this but this didn't work but it worked well this way and they and when i got out of here they were still in the parking lot and they were saying hey how did you do this and wouldn't this be fun to do it this way? And I, I just love the fact that it's not like this is a, a cookie cutter and you're going to do, you know, the same promotion that somebody else has done for 40 years. You're going to do in the third inning and this in the fourth inning. The, you guys are getting creative with really fun fun ways for families to enjoy a whole event, not just a baseball game. 100%. So, right, the, we've, obviously our, our, our really big goal of ours is to put a fantastic baseball product on the field. Uh, we're off to a great start. But really, you know, what, what gets us excited and, and really the reason that we're in this is, is um, because of the entertainment and, and you know, creating a, a dinner and a show, if you will. So the excitement and uh, the team that, that we've got structured, uh, Fireman Jim and Mike, uh, those guys are um, full of, a ton of very, very crazy ideas, and, and I can promise that people will be entertained uh, throughout the game, uh, both from a baseball perspective as well as crazy uh, crazy things going on all over the place. <laughs> you know, I was telling them that years ago when I went to a St. Paul Saints game, I, I love the, the fact that it's in the independent league because the, you guys can do some things that minor league baseball teams cannot do. 
And I just like the fact that if you guys want to throw cookies up in the crowd and you want to make fun of the catcher talking to the pitcher, you guys can do that kind of stuff. And I just think it makes it, it makes the whole event, when you go, you, you're, you're going to go and see some things that you didn't think you'd see at a, at a minor league baseball game. And the players that are playing in this league are really talented baseball players. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you hit it right on the head. It, it's uh, we're lucky and, and fortunate to uh, to be able to let our creative team uh, their minds go wild, and and we, you know we, we've got to pull ourselves back on occasion, <laughs> but we really try to shoot for the stars and and do things that uh, are over the top, and and um, you know that are that are ultimately just going to excite people, and entertain fans, and, and engage with the, with kids and and uh, the families. It's Joe Zimmerman. You know what? Uh, do yourself a favor. Go on the website with Milwaukee Milkman. Get a chance to see what their ticket prices are. Very, very reasonable. Great way to spend some nights with your family. Their first actual home game here in Franklin is June 24th. Take a look. Take a look at the promotional schedule. Is what you're going to want to do because there's a number of those promotions that you're going to want to bring your family out. Joe, it's good to talk to you again. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Uh, we got to get out of here. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.